We are partying. Party time. Excellent. I'm not gonna do. Yeah, I did it. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I'm not gonna do. I'm not gonna do that, but I did it. Right. I yeah. mean, look, I'm not gonna do it. What's up? I'm rocking this uh, lemon tea bourbon mix. How's that? It's pretty good. You want a little taste of it? No. Oh. You don't like tea? No, I. Uh, I'm a little under the weather. Oh. I'm not under the weather. Where like, if you didn't have any drinks, you'd get a little better. Mm. And if you had like. 10 drinks you'd get way worse right but if you only have a couple drinks you stay just the same right you know what i mean you might even get better yeah a little better but really slowly right you just like you're like ugh. you gotta drink that medicinal booze right like some just plain jim beam <laughs> american yeah. fucking bourbon a little water you got the medicine and you're hydrating right a little water same time. And, exactly yeah so it's it's like uh, homeopathy. Yeah. It's like homeopathic Homie. medicine. Homeopathy. It's like homie, like you dump one out for your homies. Yeah. They come out. They come back and make you better. No, I don't. I don't. That's I don't think how that's how it, how it means. But I like that you. You don't think you have angels looking over your shoulder? No, I don't homies. really. I don't know, dude. I don't really know if I buy the concept of angels. Hmm. You know what I mean? Like. Uh, I like super Christian angels. I mean, mainly only because like they're not really brought up a ton in the Bible. Like it brings up there are angels, right? But I guess what I'm thinking of is like a guardian angel. Yeah, I believe in. I don't really see those being angels. A thing. Like, uh, well, I believe in angels. The lady from like Touched by an Angel. She yeah, pretty she's cool. real. That's she a person. Pretty, she seemed pretty chill. Yeah. That'd be cool. Other than that, though, I think I believe in angels. If you think of angels as coincidences, Mm-mm. no, no way, dude. I like angels more as uh, aliens <laughs> or interdimensional from aliens. From yeah, from Nibiru. Nibiru. <laughs> wow, Casey's strain with that deep cut oh, on man. fucking Planet X, baby. Yeah, wow. Apparently, it's coming back. It is coming back, <laughs> and not like a fashion trend. No, 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 no. Throw no. the orbit of Earth off. No, it's supposed to be a planet, like a like a big ass size planet that rotates on an elliptical orbit, but like a it's really a three thousand year long. Yeah, big journey. fucked up one. Yeah. And then, like, depending on how far down that rabbit hole you want to go, <laughs> it there are people who believe that Nibiru is also accompanied by a. Uh, another star in our local oh, like a solar system like second a second sun. like a binary pair like there's a pair to our sun that's dim and somehow yeah. they orbit each other or some shit like mm. i don't know because my question is like uh i love the concept of nibiru <laughs> i think that's totally cool that there's an alien race that came down here to mine gold so that it could live forever right that's sick. <laughs> kind of negates the flat earth, though. So, like, maybe it's not as sick as I thought it was. Which one? Yeah. But here's my problem with Nibiru, right? Uh, it is not in what we like to refer to as the Goldilocks zone. Right. It's. You know what I mean? Like, it's pretty far out. Well, that's why they had to add that second sun. Yeah, so that they could, that's what I'm saying. So like, justify yeah. it being a hospitable planet, right? Because otherwise, like, what are these just like? That's a long winter. 
That's it. I mean, you couldn't live on the surface. That's just how that would be. You could not live on the surface. It's probably of that like planet. a Death Star kind of deal. Oh, dude, that would be sick. Where they're inside. That would be so sick. Like There's like a previous generation of human beings in there, just who speak a different language than we've ever like create like. Yeah. Like they have their own customs, so like weird like. They don't have two eyes anymore. They just have like one big mono some, eye with two big, pupils. They don't even have eyes. They just have a big gill on the front of their head. Right, just a big gill that lets in light and air. Yeah. And they breathe like methane. Or, I don't know, man. Who knows? If they breathe methane, then they are going to love the center of America where we grow our beef. Oh, yeah. That's probably what they're coming back for. Uh-huh. Guys, you heard it here first. <laughs> Fucking... When the aliens return... When the aliens come they're back... Not, they're not here for the gold or the plutonium. No, God. Why would they come for plutonium? They're, they're coming back for, for the gas. sweet, sweet methane. That. A commodity that is not just abundant in the universe, apparently. <laughs> methane only occurs on planet Earth. Mm-hmm. We're the only place. Where animals fart. Yeah. All that other stuff that you see on the... Various moons of Saturn and Jupiter. Yeah, that is a lie. <laughs> because those it's, things aren't there. That's NASA. And you, yeah, that's all a NASA hoax, dude. It's fucking programmed into your goddamn t- yeah. uh, telescope. We gotta get some new bits. Mm-hmm. God damn, but it's so good. It's it's so good. Well, we could touch on it every episode. I feel like that's okay. Okay. It's like, so we don't need to get new bits. We do five to ten minutes. <laughs> we do like five Josh's to... Flat Earth Corner. <laughs> Josh's uh. Josh Tiford reporting from Flat Earth. Yeah. It could be the same Earth. Or Yeah, and then a, and then I'll then I'll wax on about my job for too long. <laughs> yeah. Thirty five minutes. Thirty five minutes. Thirty two thirds right there. It's just gotta be, and then uh, yeah, and then our social media. Yeah, social media. You guys, this look. Basically, what we've done is given you the format so you can make your own make your own bullshit podcast. Yeah, at home, because like uh, it turns out, there's no like form you have to fill out to have a podcast. Right. You just get to do it. Yeah. It's just a thing you can do. Don't, don't think too hard about it. Oh my God, just... no. Just, just fucking get going. <laughs> just start doing a thing and then work out how it gets better. Yeah. And the reason out. I say it like that is because a lot of people will get to a point where they never do a thing. Right. Because they're too worried about how do I do it and well, how do I not look stupid and blah, blah, right. blah, blah, blah. And it's like. And the yeah. important thing to remember is that no matter how you do it, you're going to look stupid. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> no matter how much planning, right? And, just and, throw and, that and out it's kind me. of a relative statement where it's like <clears throat> you look at any of like the biggest major podcasts and you listen to the first year of them, yeah, and then now you listen to them now, like four, five, six, ten, sometimes years in, yeah, it's night and day, right? You know what I mean? Like it's night and day, yeah, like. I mean... But a few years of practice. Yeah, well, that's the... Th- yeah, it's not just two days. Mm-mm. Not 48 hours, like I said, night and day, night... You know what I mean? Right. But... <laughs> but it's like, you know... Like, later on down the road, we're gonna have intro music. Yeah, we will. And all that. But it's like, uh... 
you know, here's my thing. Are we in such a rush to have intro music and a little, like, vocalized spiel that we're going to be those assholes who introduce ourselves? <laughs> like, because it it's not... It could be cute. It can be cute, but it's like... I was listening to some other podcasts, like some smaller podcasts. Right. And it And it's just always, like... It's like when you introduce yourself before you walk out on stage. <laughs> like, no, whoa, whoa. It's like, we can tell it's you. We <laughs> can tell it's you. <laughs> and that's, Please welcome right. me. Yeah, here I come. <laughs> hey guys, now what's I, up? Here I come. Now I kind of want to do that. Okay, well, maybe we should just to be a part of the scene. <laughs> like the overall podcast, getting it done, kind of, right. you know. Uh, the one, ooh, pardon me, pardon me, guys. I had a yawn. Uh, I was discussing this with Casey before we started the podcast, and that is, I don't think I can eat chicken nuggets anymore. <laughs> pardon me. Yeah, bless you. I don't think I can eat chicken nuggets anymore. Is it, are these, were these homemade? No, they weren't homemade. Uh, and you know what I mean? They were not. Not that there's such a thing as a super high quality nugget. Right. But if there were, these were not them. <laughs> you know what I mean? These were, were they from a restaurant with chicken in the name? No, they were from a grocery store. Oh. And they were half off. So they were... But, okay, so they were, like, frozen? Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. Got it. I'm sure they were mechanically separated. Mm-hmm. Chicken meat mashed together. You know what I mean? Uh... Honestly, maybe I maybe there was some turkey in there, and the tryptophan made you tired. That'd be a thought, but I think it's more just that they're terrible <laughs> food stuff. It's <coughs> there's like this thing you don't consider. They probably gave the chickens like some weird drug. No, man, I to think it's like dumb them down a little before they they butchered them. Oh, uh, that could be in the meat. Mm. Now, I don't want to be this guy who's just combative because I'm recently confronting that that turns out who I am is that guy who's just combative. You? Yeah, right? I've never seen that. I've never seen it either, and if you say so, you're an ass. But um, there's like a, a weird tolerance you build up to terrible food if it's all you ever eat. Yeah. If that makes sense. Like if you eat a lot of processed foods and shit like that, you your body learns how to derive what nutrition is there and to feel energized somehow even though what you ate was a flaming pile of garbage you know what i mean right. like not eating would have statistically been healthier for you but you do need calories to survive yeah so it's like <laughs> and like when you get out of it and you're eating like normal food yeah like food that you prepared you know what yeah. i mean like it's crazy because you feel the same. You feel like energized and ready to go, but then you go back and eat those shitty foods. Yep. And it's just like, oh, boy. I mean, I want to fucking take a nap. Your body it, cannot it, handle it. No, it can't. It's just like really frustrated with so my how decisions. How long ago did you eat them? Uh, well, and that's the other thing is they're in the direct digestive period now, too. Like, uh, okay. the blood has seeped into my, like, you know what I mean? How they yeah. say that. I don't know if it's true. Turns out I'm also not a physician. <laughs> it's just a learning period for me. There's, it turns out I'm not a physician. Hmm. 
Uh, it's good that you came to that realization. <coughs> yeah, I'm trying to stay on top of the stuff I'm not. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think at least be aware of it. Right. Like just know, like okay, I'm not a physician. I do know some stuff, but not enough for a general not, diagnosis. Right. <laughs> right. There's a few things that if they happen, like there's a few medical situations that if they present themselves, I can handle that. Right. I think that's true with most people. Like, everyone has kind of a basic medical arsenal. Yeah. I think, I don't know, somehow through osmosis, because I've had an open heart, I know a little more. Right. It's like when you, uh, it's like when you drive a crappy car, mm-hmm. you learn more about how to fix <clears throat> little problems with your Yeah, the vehicle. day-to-day kind of stuff. Yeah. Like, you, sure, you may not be able to fucking take the head off the engine and recondition it. At least not correctly. <laughs> well, that's the other thing, no. But, you know, like, yeah. you can fix your transmission by right. just wiggling shit. You can do a little troubleshooting. Yeah, a little, or a clutch, you know. I've seen people put a clutch in. Slap it in there. That's, <coughs> that's what you do. And then that's you all do, it takes. Speaking of slapping it in there, <laughs> you ever drive with an old person who just doesn't use the clutch? Just, oh. just does the gear sink? You know what I'm talking about? Um, right, this is a generational a thing. Time. My grandfather never uses the clutch. He just knows like what RPM you need to be in at 30 miles an hour to get into third gear. Right. And he just goes... <laughs> he just like fucking pushes it out and then feathers the pedal until he gets it right where he needs it and he just slips the fucker in. And it totally works. Like You don't hear any grinding. Grinding, huh? No, it totally, it actually, like, is a legit method of shifting. You just have to know exactly when the fuck to do it. Right. And I don't know that he has anything better to do with his time. (laughs) You know what I mean? Plus, and then, you know, in defense of reality, every now and then, there's a real aggressive noise from the transmission. (laughs) (laughs) Like, you know when you don't have the clutch pressed in far enough and you try to and it goes like that yeah. real high speed like clacking noise right there'll be one of those like once a trip <laughs> you know what I mean well well not like a not like a five minute trip but like if you're driving around the city yeah like you're going from the south hill to the Costco in the valley but you're not taking the highway because you don't want to put the car on the highway right you know you don't want to drive like that on the car <laughs> I feel that way. Do you? It, I don't know, man. I thought it was important to run it at highway speeds for a little bit. Oh, yeah, but I kind of like the uh, scenic routes. You know, I'm... Uh, like, if I'm going to go to the valley, I want to drive through East Bragg. Yeah, and that's a thing I'm noticing more the, and more, dude. Because the scene outside of Sonnenberg's... Mm-hmm. Right mm-hmm. There, that's a fun little... Uh, dude... Cheers to that concept, because every time you fucking put something in on the GPS, on this end of downtown, on the west end, it's like, we'll just get on the highway and drive over to Division and then go north. Right. And I'm like, no. <laughs> like, fucking empirically not. Right. No. No, maybe scientifically that's faster, but like... But you gotta deal with all the dickheads. Hey, you like... You can't merge. Right, and that's the thing. Spokane is not a city... That people our, know how to merge in. And our the <clears throat> the freeway entrance you would have to take from here. 
Right. People have no idea what's going on. There's there. a merge on the actual ramp up, which is plus terrifying. Just the turn, and then there's an actual getting into merge. the turn lane. People don't know which lane they're. Oh, that's to true. Because they don't read the signs. <coughs> so it's all. It's just a big debacle. Yeah, it's a clusterfuck. Yeah. Uh, and then like, I don't know if like cars got wimpier or people got pussier or something but like the ramps that we were given in the city to accelerate on to get up to highway speed like I managed to be able to do it but I find myself to be in like the severe minority like yeah my truck can do it on most of them right okay there's There's like one or two that are the one off of brown is pretty tough yeah you gotta really fucking lay into that one right but like the one out of Brown's edition, that's pretty good. It's a hard it's right. Pretty to, easy grade. That's a pretty simple grade, and I get it. You don't want to be that person that ruins your car by smashing the pedal down. Right. But it turns out you're tra- you're joining a, a fucking stream of traffic that's going sixty miles an hour. Right. And you can't do that at forty or thirty-five or even thirty, as I've seen some people attempt to. I mean, let me rephrase that. Thirty. Yeah, I've seen a person try to Maybe get. Maybe they're that. just confused. And they don't, don't I don't even a, care. They I probably I, don't know that it's a freeway. I don't care at all. No part of me cares. Like, I'm learning to have compassion for this. Yeah. But it's like, <clears throat> my thought is this. Like, you are putting me in danger. You know what I mean? Because... Oh, oh no. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, jeez. Oh, dear. The apparatus fell apart. <clears throat> but, like, I feel like I'm being in danger. By yeah, those people not getting up to highway speed. That's where most of them, That's the source <coughs> of any of my anger when I'm driving around with people. Yeah. Is when they're doing shit that's unsafe. Right. And that's... And I'm not going to say that... But see, like, herein lies the big debate, right? Can you... Most people... Like, I think most people still think that driving under the speed limit is safer. Uh, no. It's not. Like, you're much safer driving a couple over you, it's than a couple just, under. It's safer to just uh, be with the flow of traffic. Oh, yeah. Well, I like that, too. That's the rule. That should be everybody's Yeah, that's the thing I don't get. Like, yeah, you're on the highway. They want you to drive this speed. But if the whole pack is driving a certain speed, yeah. and in order for you to have your precious little whatever, you have to, like, disrupt that and make people do a bunch of lane changing... That means you're being wrong. Like, you are being incorrect there. Like, uh, if you're exhibiting a behavior, no matter how rulesy and straight to the rules it is, but it's like making people change lanes on the highway, which is like how accidents and slowdowns happen, then whatever it is you're doing to be that rulesy person, you should fucking knock it off. There was a, a book that came out a few years ago called Traffic. Oh, God, this yeah. This guy studied, like, why there's traffic jams and all this shit. And he, uh, I remember. And he studied, part of his study was insects. Because if you watch ants... They don't have that. ...move around, they don't have it. <coughs> because they all follow the rules, they all know, like, what the pace is, and they all, like, go with each other, where, like, people, I mean, humans... I right. Are, We're all very much, important. too much ego. Yeah. We're all very important. And look, if there's one thing that I've proven just in this very podcast, it's that I'm doing it right. (laughs) 
And I think I'm the one that's right. Yeah. Everyone else is wrong. Everyone else is kind of dumb. <laughs> I'm the one who's doing it right. And <clears throat> the listeners can't see this, but a lot just happened during that conversation. What do you mean? We had a lot of activity going on. I don't know. They they can probably figure it out. You were getting dressed. I'm putting on shoes. I, you guys, we're I was about bartending. To, we're about to go out to a show. Yeah. Uh, we are pre-funking. Oh God, I fucking love that term. <laughs> I, I always, made up a song. A pre-funk song. When I was at WSU. Oh well, of course. Where else but, uh, would you? That is to the it's to the tune of Free Fallen. Oh. Uh, I think I can already sing the chorus. Right. <laughs> but the verses were something like, uh, it was like, keep in mind it was in Pullman, so. I will supply like, eye contact. The lines were like, <clears throat> uh, I got a bush light in my left hand. Right. Got one more. In my right, <laughs> sounds right. That sounds correct. and head to the party. Go to party all night, cause I'm pre. Yeah. Pre funk. <laughs> right. It was. I'm aware. Oh man, all my friends thought it was so creative. I bet they did. <laughs> well, another thing is, is you haven't sang it in years, and I doubt that was the exact no, line. That was not the energy that I would put into it either. Well, another and much then, higher. And then one other thing I imagine on top of that is that there was a little room for ad lib. Oh yeah. Like I don't think anyone would have been upset if the second verse came first. Right. Or whatever, right. or if there were all new verses, as long as we all got to yell, "Pre-funk, yeah!" <laughs> Woo, Brad, I pre. That's how that would go, and I don't think I would let any of my friends leave the house. But like, we weren't allowed to leave to go to the party till I'd sang the song. That sounds so right. At least two verses. That sounds so right. Knowing your shit would defy yourself. (laughs) And you're like, guys, can't start it without a song. Can't start it without a song. (laughs) I feel like. That's where uh, that's where my life is contrary to the podcast. Because the podcast, I'm not super indignant about having <laughs> the opening music. Right. But for any other activity in my life, I feel like a, like an opening, <laughs> opening song is required. Uh, <laughs> I feel like also, that's... I don't know if it, indignant might not have been the right word. No, but... See how I let it go? <laughs> Did you watch that? Man, you're, you're really growing. Fucking crushing it, bro. <laughs> Fucking crushing it. And you know what? This is going to sound like a dick thing to say. <clears throat> I don't think it is. It's just, I have a, apparently an unconventional sense of that stuff. But, like, my dad has all of a sudden in the last, like... I don't know, like, year or something? Like, really turned it around on the parenting. Oh. Like, really. You're getting some guidance? Yeah, like, really good, profound shit. Because, like, and especially in the last little bit after uh, Brandy and I separated, right? Yeah. He, uh, he's recently divorced. Not like 
as recently as Brandy and I separated, but he's recently divorced. And so he's able to see things that are similar about us uh. and see how they panned out for him and his relationships. Sure. And he's trying to be like, hey, man, just a heads up. <laughs> right? <laughs> I know that you think it's important that everyone has good grammar. <laughs> But you don't have to send a text message that says, you know, like, little star sign, Y-O-U apostrophe R-E. Right. You know what I mean? You can just let people do it that way. Right. Unless they're trying to make an intelligent point. Right, but even then... Then I don't think it should be... No, no, even I don't think it should be excused. It's one thing if they're doing it in a paper. Right. That's kind of what I mean. Oh, okay. But I mean, like, like, in a textual conversation, like a... A texting back and forth, or yeah. on a Facebook thread, or a uh, internet Facebook forum. posts. I would say, if you're trying to make an intelligent point on Facebook, it uh-huh. should be you should be using proper grammar. Right, you should be using proper grammar. But here's the thing, right? Like, proper grammar has no. <clears throat> there's so few situations where it's actually applicable in that way. Like, I get what you're saying. Like, if you want to be making an intelligent point, you should be presenting it in an ironclad fashion. But what's really important is the the thought, like the concept that you're trying to convey. Sure. And so if you convey a good concept and you make grammatical errors and that's all someone chooses to, like, defend or, like, you know, I don't think that's an appropriate, like, like rebuttal to that kind of a point. Right. You know what I mean? I get your point. You're right. If you want to make the most effective point, right. I would never. Grammar, I would never argue. See, well, but that's. I don't get into those arguments. Right. That's that another thing that you already don't even have to worry about. Yeah. But if somebody uses the wrong grammar. I'm not gonna use that as like a rebuttal. <coughs> right. But it does knock them down a couple notches in my head as far as their credibility for whatever point they're making. Yeah. Touche. I mean, I, I, I win and wax on that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, I mean, it's... Uh, because I'm like, I still want to give people a chance to seem like they're articulate and intelligent, right? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like, we all sat through that bullshit in school, and some of us paid the fuck attention to it. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. You had your chance to look like you were educated. You had your fucking chance. Right. Everyone in this country... It, it, well, most. Well, you know what I fucking mean. God yeah. damn. <laughs> Hold on, let me check my fucking privilege real quick. <laughs> but, like, I feel like basically everyone that I grew up with and regularly argue with came up in a position where they had access to a, a decent education. Right. Maybe not a world-class education. You know what I mean? But the you three and I R's. Both, right. The three R's. Right. You know yeah. what I mean? And And I know the three R's are really... They're not even grammatically correct. No, they're not. They're <laughs> terrible in their bastardizations of the, you know, like, uh, the fucking, the trivium and the quadrivium, which they don't even want to teach us anymore because they're worried we'd get too smart. Right. You know what I mean? Because, like, once you know grammar and logic and rhetoric, then you can really start to fucking get down on conversations. Right. You have to understand the grammar. You have to understand the logical implications of the of the things people are saying, right? And the yeah. rhetorical implications, and that's a huge you know, logical and rhetorical. 
we don't want to deal with anymore as a society. Right. It's all... Which I don't... You know, I get it. It's annoying. It's a fucking annoying to have to have those debates. Like, I've, I've recently had a number of debates with a person where, like, they're really logical. <laughs> and they will catch me in fallacious statements. Like, mm-hmm. making what are logically fallacious statements, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm hearing that, and I'm going, you know what? You're right. Those that is a fallacy, right? But, like, at a certain point, that kind of shit, like, I begin to wonder who decided that. Because, like, to say that the, the, the qualifications or accreditations of a source of a piece of information don't have any merit because what only, what only thing that matters is the actual information that's being presented... I have a hard time with that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because, like, as a human being, the way our brain works is that we are apt to put together puzzles and, like, patterns. Mm -hmm. We figure out connections, whether they're real or not. And and if the validity, if if the credentials of a source for information don't matter, because you like the thing they said and you can make it into whatever you want to make it into... You know what I mean? Like, like, for me, it's like, it's like, uh, prime example, that Pizzagate shit. You know what I mean? Like, oh, there's some high-level child, you know, kidnap and rape and ring in the government. Mm-hmm. And, and you know what? I wouldn't even go, I would not even want to have an argument about that being fake, because that's probably true. Yeah. But, like... but the concept they're doing it at that pizza restaurant no huh and and it's that pizza restaurant because it happened to have a triangle that like spiraled in on itself and that means like some kind of thing no dude huh Fibonacci sequence yeah I was just like dude that kind of shit like yeah it's like, telling you that is an idiot it's like we're supposed to believe that man has been to the moon because NASA no, because NASA told us right. Oh yeah, <laughs> and then because you know, and the moon is actually a planet and not an alien space station, mm-hmm. where where the Earth's elite go to meet with the reptilians. Right, it's like Fox did that. Was the moon landing a hoax thing? And it just people never took their foot off the gas pedal with that shit. I didn't know Fox did that. That's funny. Yeah, dude, you didn't see they broadcast that on Fox. <laughs> They're like, hey guys, we got some pretty compelling theories about this moon landing look, being a hoax. Look in the reflection on the helmet. <coughs> well, look, here's the thing. The shadows are gone two different ways. <laughs> There's no possible way light could be reflected somehow. No, not in an environmentless, like, barren vacuum <laughs> where there is no optical refraction due to atmosphere. Weird. Right, you know. Or perhaps a light, some other light that they put up. No. No, there's only the sun. (laughs) There's only the sun. I don't know, man. Who the fuck knows? The flag's just standing up, bro. And in the grand scheme of things, why does it matter to my life whether or not we've been on the moon? I mean, in a little way it matters. But it, you know, no, it doesn't. Not in the day-to-day. No, not in the day-to-day. Yeah, in in the grander scale it matters. But now, oh... Uh, like that 
Now we can get back to fucking Josh's flat earth corner. <laughs> right? The best part about this is that yeah. you believe it's a, di- it's a flat disc. And you're calling it Josh's flat earth corner, but there's no cor- There's probably no corners. I don't believe it's a flat disc. I just like to talk about these people. <laughs> so they got uh, that one of their big things is like, look, man, if that shit's all real and we've been to the moon, because you can't get to the moon in the flat earth concept, yeah, right? Yeah, because you hit the, the so, dome. Put it yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> they're like, just fucking point the Hubble telescope at the moon. Show us the landers and the flag, <laughs> and then like someone has to try to like explain optical resolution to them <laughs> about like like the smallest basically pixel of an image on Hubble. Like if you pointed it at the moon, the smallest pixel it could cover is like thirty like meters by thirty meters. <laughs> That's one dot. So unless that one dot having like that dot wouldn't be articulated too, right. it would just be a color. Right. <laughs> like, <'cause>... <laughs> you're not going to see the flag. Right. It, you know what I mean? Like, now there's a new telescope that's being commissioned that's going to have a resolution where you're going to be able to see a three meter square on the moon. So, like, Damn. well, but I mean, like, or maybe even smaller, but like, they're going to have a camera that can point at the fucking moon and be like, look. There it is. They should bet all those people first. Oh my god. <laughs> well, it's like there's a thing we left so we can measure the distance to the moon with lasers. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so we can measure that shit all the time now. Yeah. And people, well, that's fake too. <laughs> and it's just like, okay, man. It's like, whatever you say. You're right. Everything's fake. Everything's fake. You're fake. I am. Well, and that's another thing, right? The universe might be a hologram. It's true. Right? She fucking forgot about oh that my, shit, didn't she, oh Casey? Oh my god, we're getting there. Yeah, the universe might be a goddamn hologram, <laughs> which is change. such a great concept. We need to change the subject. Yeah, we should be talking about... I went and saw the movie Logan today. No, you uh, didn't. I did. Well, do not spoil it. The first weekend it was out, I saw it. I won't spoil it. Uh, well... How true was it to the comic but book, Old Man Logan? I will Logan. tell you... I will tell you that... Uh, <coughs> Professor Xavier... Uses the word fuck. Because it's rated R. Hope that doesn't spoil it for anybody. No. And the two, like, overly uh, stoked adult men... Who were comic book freaks down the uh, down the row from us? Yeah, we're stoked every time someone said "fuck." Not every time Wolverine used his claws, they were just like, "Oh!" <coughs> Let me ask you a question: Did the claws look good? Did the claws look good? Yeah. Was like, the CGI on the claws believable? Yeah, and well, they don't. Well, there's only a couple shots where they focus on him. That's fine, but when he's using them at all. Because there's a couple movies they made with him where they look terrible. Um, Like, specifically the Wolverine origin, or whatever. Like, the way they CGI'd the claws and that, they just look really fucking bad. uh, And so, like... You mean when they were bone? No. 
No, that was better. I mean, like... Oh, I had to fucking bring it up. But they're terrible in general. <laughs> they're one of the worst parts about any Wolverine appearance on cinema. Is wow. they just do a shitty job with the claws. Hmm. And there's, like, a close-up of them, like, coming slowly out of his hand in one of the movies. And you're like, those look bad. <laughs> those look really bad. Well, like, they do a couple cool shots with them. Good. That look... <laughs> that I like, it's the kind of shit where you're like watching Jurassic World and they're taking a helicopter somewhere and instead of filming a helicopter landing somewhere and the people getting out they CGI a helicopter landing and CGI <laughs> people get out and you're just like what is the fucking point of going to the movie Man, then? I never saw Jurassic World it is terrible <laughs> it is terrible it's only redeeming quality is that there are big dinosaurs in it and that you feel a little bit of nostalgia. Yeah, okay. But I'll put it to you like this. My mom took me and a couple of friends to see Jurassic Park, the first one, yeah. after school got out, like, for the summer at the Newport Cinema. It's always the Newport. It was. It was the yeah. Newport Cinema back in the day, man. Yeah. And we, I remember being so fucking terrified yeah. as a youngster, probably third or fourth grade getting out that year. Fourth grade. some Like the year getting out of fourth grade, I think. And I, or I don't know, but it was when Hamlin had the new building. So. Okay. Put it like that. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> don't worry about it. Uh, but I remember being terrified at certain points in that movie. Like when the main... The female protagonist is out there, yeah, turning the power back on and little the haddock or whatever, yeah, and like the fucking raptors jumper. Then there's a jump scare before where it's just the guy's arm. Right. All those jump scares scared the shit out of me, dude. That <laughs> was on my edge that whole movie, and I went and saw Jurassic World, and there was, I shit you not, one dude with six or seven kids, and then like halfway through, a lady came in and sat on the other end of the kids. <laughs> And I was thinking, this is going to be a shit show. Because these kids are going to piss their pants. And they were never scared of any part of that movie. Oh, man. And I don't know if that's a desensitization mm, of today's be. youth. But I thought it was that Jurassic World was not scary. Or, like, it was not intense. If that makes, you know what I mean? Right. Like, oh, there was action, but it was all like... They didn't build the tension. No, over. they didn't. That man. was the beauty of the of Jurassic Park: is that the water ripples. Yeah, was a big deal. Slow. Yeah. Slow, and then Brandy's obsessed with those movies, and she brought up that like Chris Pratt all of a sudden being like the alpha of a pack of fucking Velociraptors is kind of a buzzkill. <laughs> you know what I mean, like. No offense to Chris Pratt, it's a cool concept, but the whole point of those things in the first movies was that they kill everything because they're smart. Mm-hmm. And to think that, like, they wouldn't be like, hey, look at this dude who's not as fast as us and isn't covered in leather with giant razor toes. <laughs> I bet you we could kill him really easy and lead yeah. ourselves. <laughs> what do you think? No, 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 no. He's got kibble. No, no, he's been bringing us the food. Right. I don't fucking buy any of that for a second, dude. <laughs> Uh, we gotta wrap it up yeah, we gotta wrap it up which is appropriate there's a picture of Harambe on my computer rest in peace Harambe wrap it up Harambe
Well, he, Don't was, be spreading that seed. It was wrapped up for him. <laughs> okay? He got shot for trying to protect a goddamn That's toddler. Pretty, yeah. Which, you know what? I don't begrudge the dude that... I don't begrudge those actions. It's just a bummer. Right. You know what I mean? That's... It's just a, an unfortunate thing. Right. Because that's not a situation that's supposed to occur. Right. So even if the, the... The... The ape does the good, correct thing of, like, trying to be protective of the infant... Right. How do you go get the infant from the ape? You know? You know yeah. It's just... What are you gonna do, man? Yeah. Uh... Personally, I'm just probably not going to have kids, so I'll never have to worry about that. He was... <laughs> it would have turned into, like, a Clint Eastwood moment for her on Just like the... Yeah, right. Out of my cold, dead <laughs> You're not going to pull that out of a gorilla's arm. <coughs> like, no, it will let go of it when it is done. <laughs> I like all those videos of people dancing around with monkeys and shit or primates in the enclosure thing and then like not knowing that they're actually pissing them off so they charge the glass <laughs> those are great dude those kind of videos are over like people turn their back on a wild cat like right. a leopard or a tiger they're gonna yeah. pounce at the like that's what they do right like almost can't help themselves <laughs> They're hardwired. Yeah, they're like, oh, I'm gonna kill that bitch. I don't know if anyone, if any of the listeners have been to the uh, cattails to to the DC Zoo. Oh no! If you go to DC, go to the zoo. It's great. I mean, and why didn't you tell me that a say, couple years say ago? Say what you will about animals in captivity, <coughs> but I think that uh, a lot of them have been rescued. It's out of uh, the Smithsonian does the zoo, so it's free. So it's a fun place to walk around. But they have. There's these, like, telephone poles with cables Oh yeah. all around the sure. zoo, and it's for the orangutans. They, like, climb the poles, and they swing. Sure. They have, like, three different pens that they can swing between on the cable. Nice. But they make it high enough so that if, if, if an orangutan fell, right. they would, like, fall to their death. Apparently, that's the one safety. Because it goes over, like, walkways and stuff. But I saw one that was, like, swinging, and then it, <coughs> it, it pooped. While it was swinging, nice. and it landed like in front of this family. <laughs> <laughs> Good. The mom thought a bird had died and fallen out of the sky. <laughs> and the kids were just confused. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Casey, what do you got? Do it. I don't have a lot. I just have... Uh, I'll be at the Spokane Comedy Club the last weekend in April. That's, I believe, the twenty, the weekend of the 27th. Hosting that Thursday through Saturday for Gabriel Rutledge. He's a friend of the podcast, so... Gabriel, Gabriel Rutledge. Gaby Baby, I believe. Gaby Baby! Hashtag Gaby Baby. Baby. He's gonna love it. Yeah. Uh... <clears throat> Other than that, I don't have much in between now and then. Uh, come to Gefire Yourself every Thursday at 10. And uh, I might be putting together a show here soon. Something different and silly, so keep uh, keep your eyes out, eyes peeled for that. Gross. <laughs> uh, be my friend on Facebook. Uh, find me on Twitter. Read my tweet about 
Hand Express. Yeah. And I just did my first Instagram post uh, last week. There so. you go. We're working on it. At Casey underscore Strain on Twitter. Twitter. Yeah. And just Casey just, underscore Strain. Just Casey Strain. Yeah, Casey underscore Strain on Instagram. Nice. Um, what you got, Josh? I don't have anything, really. I have an open mic on two weeks in March, because there's shows at the observatory two other weeks. So there will be an open mic this coming Tuesday, the 7th, and then there will be one on the 14th. And then other than that, there are shows in March. And then moving forward, that's basically all I've got. We're going to try to do some stuff. I got some stuff in the works. And uh, that's it. You know, but as is the lesson, you don't want to talk about your plans too much right. before you're ready yeah. to do something. Yeah. Um, give, give the little nuggets. <clears throat> right, yeah. So c- come out to the observatory every uh, Tuesday at 9, moving forward, uh, just twice a month, or twice a, two weeks this month, the 7th and the 14th. Of March, and it's you a can. It's good time when people are there. It is. It's, like... it's actually pretty fun. Um, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram and all that stuff at shimshammy s h i m s h a m m i e. You can find us, like at Weed and Whiskey One, because that chick still has it. You can find us at weedandwhiskey.net or at Weed and Whiskey Spokane. On Instagram, that's our Gmail address. There are ways to get a hold of us. You can leave there a comment is. on any of the things, uh, the actual posts that contain the episodes. And for posterity, we drank Jim Beam, and I am smoking what was given to me as a purple indica Kush. Yeah. Didn't have a name. It was a family genetic kind of thing, uh-huh. and it's great. But you can tell it works. Try this. Uh, try the Jim Beam and lemon tea. <clears throat> oh, it's good. Purely lemon tea. Yeah. It's nice. All right. Real good. We did it. We're the best. <laughs> We're the best. Around. Nothing's ever gonna bring us down. Look at this fucker. Yeah. Right. What a fucker. <laughs>